0: Lovely, lovely. So he's back again, Jason. I have a lot of respect for what he's done, what he's helped me do with through his courses and everything. Um, I'm involved with. So it was quite quite an opportunity when he offered to do a podcast marathon. I thought I'll jump in on that middle of the day. Eva make it go upwards or completely downhill from here but we'll see so what we're going to basically do is talk about adhd with entrepreneur entrepreneurship mainly because this is my latest you know sort of latest. My six months has been where I've kind of realized I have ADHD um and going through the process. So whereas there's obviously a lot of struggles with doing it and managing it and understanding it um, and going through the process of trying to find the what the right way to do it. There is an enormous amount of upsides to it which if you kind of get past the struggles with it, and this is why I wanted to bring Jason on, because I know he's looking into this quite a lot now with the link between ADHD and entrepreneurship and obviously from my point, sales. But I do think there's a ton of people that just don't realise, they just don't know, because it does go very largely undiagnosed, especially with adults. So, and I don't know if you um, saw this as well, Jason, but the the number of women as opposed to men who actually get diagnosed later in life is a lot lower. So there's a lot of women um, who just don't get diagnosed ever. And it's kind of, a, it's it's one of those things that I think actually a lot of people need to be recognising it because we all find coping mechanisms when as we get older. But I feel like if you don't realise it, then you can quite easily blame you know yourself purely on what's going wrong rather than trying to understand it. So from your point of view, obviously... You've been on this before. Um, You run Wealth Creation Course, which is the main thing um, I know you for, and that's been massively valuable for me. So what started you looking into this? What's kind of piqued your interest with the ADHD side of things?
1: Um, Basically, a lot of people started to tell me uh, over the years. But first of all, like with the whole diagnosis thing, like I know I appreciate we need a a name for something for people to understand, oh, you're that type of person, but you're just a type of person, right? It's not like you're special or you've got, like, something wrong with you. It's just a name to categorise a certain personality trait and characteristic of a certain type of person, in my opinion anyway. So over the years, I've been told a lot that I... Have you ever, you know, have you ever thought you might have ADHD? Have you ever thought you might be autistic? Um, Have you ever thought you might have... um, you know, Asperger's and all these kind of things and a lot of people have said that to me and uh, I've never really thought about it until I kind of had a lot of conversations uh, over the last 12, 6 or 12 months about it with people who I respected and um, there was one particular person who I was talking to who had it and, uh, and they were telling me things about why I might think certain ways or why I'd develop certain tools and why I'd, you know, and it, and it kind of pretty much, you know, I, I, I would probably say 99% chance that I have got ADHD. Although I won't go and get a diagnosis because uh, obviously I just, it won't mean anything to me to be diagnosed. It's more for me about just understanding more about myself. Like you just said, a diagnosis a lot of the time helps people understand why they've been doing certain things and it's like, Right, so there's nothing wrong with me, you know, it's not my, it's not intentional, but it's something that I've done as a result of being that type of person. And yeah, it transpired that there's a lot of things that I've done or a lot of behavioural traits that I've got that that pointed in that direction. So I started to just put the feelers out and ask my clients. Like I I asked my my, um, programme members how many people had been diagnosed with ADHD. So it wasn't like, who thinks they've got ADHD? It was like, how many people have actually been diagnosed with it? And it turned out 72% of them. So then I started to think, wow, you know, I've, I've attracted a lot of people <laughs> with ADHD. And, and it, it, that was fascinating, because I'm obsessed with trends as it is. I study like trends, anything, any patterns that I see, I, I look into. And, you know, I go off into rabbit holes and study. And this was, a, this was astonishing, really. I mean, um, when I realized that, I started to look into why they might be attracted to, what, to my message. Like, why, what? you know, because I can't just look at the program because they've obviously come to the program through listening to me or, you know, some kind of event that I've done or some tool that I've given away or something like that. And my own analysis shows that, like, I've basically subconsciously developed systems and processes that are non-complex um to help me deal with without getting fo- you know focus distraction and one of the things that i'm you know a lot of people tell me is you're very focused you you know one thing about you you go in and you get it done you don't see it you don't see you until you come out the other side and it's done and uh and, uh, and part of that has been through the systems and processes that i've built and the tools that i've built you know the tools that i've i give away in my program literally what i've created for me uh, and my own life, so I've done that, and I kind of think that's helped me. It's, it's my own mechanisms to, to kind of cope with that distraction, because like I know, for instance, if I don't have tools and don't have systems and don't have processes, if someone says to me, like, I remember a time when I was getting um, like some AV equipment put in my house, right, and it was like, you know, the, the kind of Crestron-type smart technology, they were gonna come around my house, and they were like, yeah, we can we can put it all in. And I wanted a quote, but but the reason they never got any business was because they stood there and they said, what do you want? And I said, well, I don't know what, what's available. Like, what can it do? And what they said to me was, well, if you can think it, we can do it. And for that reason, I didn't employ them. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> you know, because my mind just started to go, like way beyond like it was like I couldn't possibly rein in any any type of plan or or yeah. product. I couldn't see it. It was like, whoa, you know, so I didn't employ them and they lost like ten grand or whatever they were gonna put in. And I thought, wow, what a stupid way to sell <laughs> back then and then I, and then I thought, well perhaps it's you know per- perhaps that's what other people get it done. you know, why couldn't I why couldn't I articulate what I wanted? And all of those little kind of clues, Uh, So yeah, this year I've really gone deep on studying traits of ADHD, the different types, the different um, strengths and weaknesses, if you can call it that, of of different types of ADHD as well. So it's been Mm. fascinating.
0: It is. And I think, to be fair, what you said there, there there are different types, there's different levels. And you're right, what I don't like is blanketing everything. For me personally, I kind of got to a point where I was getting so stressed out and so because yeah, I've got heightened, you know, sensory things to certain things, and yep. for me, general, you know what was quite interesting actually was when it when it um, the penny dropped, I started blaming everything on it, and I'll fully admit that right. everything that was possibly going wrong, I was like, well, it's ADHD, and my partner was like, well, you shut up, <laughs> right? It's there now, and the only reason I'm kind of going through with the uh, diagnosis stage for myself is just you know the medication that kind of thing because I know I'm very very high one way or another. It's just getting yeah. that control. And kind of when you look at that patterns over your life, it is about understanding. And then I can look at it and go, okay, well I'm looking at this, that, the other. That's why this has happened. That's the common trait that causes that. However, I can't look at all that and go, oh boo hoo, because there's obviously a lot of things I can do and I can supercharge and my energy. I know that's yeah. all there. So yeah, there's a lot of different different aspects to it. And the same as same as you, you know. When I started building the course, the selling, the sales course, um, set up the sell course, exactly the same thing. I look at it and I realize this is literally all I've developed, just because this is what I need to do, because it's one of those things that, yeah, you know, they say with it, your brain craves stru- Sorry, your brain needs yeah. structure, but it tries to avoid it wherever possible. So you kind of got this battle that yeah. you need to have these parameters yeah. put in place, and that's parameters, exactly, that's it, yeah. yeah. That's exactly what the tears of freedom. And I think from that's there, it. you then, you know, there's obviously that, but you then have to have discipline. You then have to have a certain level of control to be able to go right. Because, you know, you've got a system, I've got a system, that's great. But unless you're going to use them and put them into place, it's pointless. So yeah. As much as I'm trying to understand it and recognize it, I do feel like you do need to go right. It's there, but Let's just deal with it. Let's do some good things. It's not every day, you know, we're doing the right things, but it's about patterns. And I know you're massive with the pattern and yeah, I don't know if you've ever kind of thought about it, but you know, the um, the kind of emotional control, Dr. D, John Dean and Martini side of things, essentially that's controlling in one aspect of ADHD is the heightened emotional response. You mm-hmm. do get to certain situations. So, and it was when I was going through, you know, the, um, Purpose and values, which, as you know, a lot of people struggle with, which now makes sense. If you kind of think about it with the Tears of Feeding program, you're sort of sitting there and you've got to sort of think of a structure that's a long term structure. And I was like, yeah, nah. because I struggle to think week to week sometimes. So I do feel like it's a massive, massive benefit to have those in place. And again, that's that's why the Tears of Freedom program did attract me because it's literally bit by bit by bit by bit, yeah. small nugget, small nugget, small nugget. And it's the only course I've actually done that I can put in place very quickly.
1: And a lot of people have said that. And, and it is because, and this is like the whole revelation of this year of finding out about 72% of, of ADHD is because a lot of people with ADHD, and if you're listening to this and you've got ADHD, you'll resonate, I'm sure. But you need to kind of know what it's out of. Whenever you're doing something, you need to know what it's out of. Like, is it out to a, a 1 to 100? Is it 1 to 10? You know, and you kind of need an endpoint. So as you know, with, with the Tears of Freedom, everything that I teach in there is based on numbers and figures. And it's there's like, there's no, you can't break outside the boundaries. There's boundaries that keep you in and locked in. And if you focus on those things, you're going to get the result. And it's, um, it's very much how all the tools are built. So it's no surprise that it's attractive to lots of people with ADHD because they're like, well, I need to get this, this part of my life sorted. I'm going to get that system's got going to tell me step-by-step and it won't let me go outside the boundaries um, even if I try. The purpose and values section is probably the most difficult because of that. Um, But even that, you know, it's still giving you guided questions to answer. It's not like telling you to go off and have a think. It's like answer this, answer this. Um, and obviously, that's very, very attractive for people with ADHD, um, and it's certainly helped me as well. So yeah, it's, it's, it's remarkable, really.
0: It, it, it is. It's very easy to do. I think the reason I struggle with it is because it, it forces me to think deeply, and sometimes, yeah. you know, that thinking deeply when you've got, all, you know, all those things spinning around your head is extremely hard to do. Um yeah.
1: But when you actually, and I know do... a lot, a lot of people with ADHD, they're like the type of people where. They'll be in a classroom full of people. The lecturer or the teacher will ask something, and you write a completely different answer to everyone else. It's like, you know, it, it, why have you written it that way? You know, why have you, why have you, why have you even thought about that? And it's like, that's normal to me. You know, why haven't you written it like this? Yeah. But it, it, it's, it's a strange one.
0: But this is what I love about it, though the the ability to think differently. Like I've always had, you know, that problem solving mentality to my mind. that uh, Show me anyone else's problems, and I'll be able to pick it apart decipher it and you know you know we always talk about well, do what you love love that's it yeah. i just love digging into problems and solving them and picking them apart yeah. um but again it's of those things. it's easy doing it for other people but when you've got to do it for yourself it's that thinking deeply it's a different it's a different level but yeah it does show though that you know As a business owner, if you're doing business, you're running sales, it's all the same. It's just having that structure, having those resources there. And, you know, like yourself, like me, whatever it is, you've got someone that's actually built it because they've had a struggle themselves. And I often find those are the best courses. They've not been built for a financial gain purely. They've been built because they're solving a problem.
1: And that's really the fundamentals of you know business isn't it solves the problem that's it yeah and then discipline obviously discipline is applicable with anyone whether you've got adhd or not you're, the chances are if you've taken a program you're taking a program because you don't have a discipline in that <laughs> you know that's that's. Yeah. it's as simple as that whether it's weight loss or or wealth building or whatever you're if if you haven't created the course you're not the person that's most motivated by that subject exactly so you're going to take the course and then you need accountability so well, the reason I want to touch on that is because I would say, like, I've found out and made these realisations about me, but I see it, like, I don't, a lot of people, I think, see it as, oh, God, I've got that, so it's a limitation. I've just enjoyed learning, you know, and thinking and, and developing myself around it and understanding myself better. Mm. You know? Oh, that's why I do that. That's why I do this. You know, it's great. It's amazing. Uh, it's it's not something that I'd love. I would you know i would say once you find out you've got it oh god you're you've got a disadvantage in life or anything like that it's crazy uh, it's actually just an understanding of why you do certain things the way you do them and that's yeah, great
0: exactly that so what have you steered away from then what's caused you to look at it and go right these are character traits i can't do that or you know this is going to cause me a problem so what sort of looking at it either before you realized or after what areas have you steered away from or changed to basically accommodate for it?
1: Yeah. So I haven't realized that I've had it until now, which obviously you said a common thing, but subconsciously through my life, what I've done is I've not avoided situations, but I've put contingencies in place. I've built systems and built tools and, you know, to ensure that I can't break outside of boundaries or I can't, um, you know, I, I can't, do something else until something gets done mm. uh, as you know you know you've seen some of the some of the tools that i've i've developed and that's helped me and that's been that's been built through kind of an organic struggle i suppose you know it's like oh god i've had to struggle with something and go oh, i wish i had this i wish i could do this and then I, i'll take the time to build the tool to help me do it uh i, I think they, that's what they call the hyper-focused Yeah. Um, Or or whatever it is. Um, And that's what I'll do. I'll stay there until I've developed a system that will help me do that. But I don't do it as a result of knowing like that I could have ADHD or anything. It was just, I don't know. I just like, I've got to sort this out. But then there's other things I do know that I can't do. Like, um, you know, communication is a a big thing for me. I I struggle with communication. Um, I I struggle with certain aspects of communication that are related to ADHD and, mm. you know, even autism. Um, I'm socially not great, but then again, I don't think many entrepreneurs are, you know, although there's a networking element, which is great, actual social interactions. I don't think many entrepreneurs are. and I think there's a high correlation between entrepreneurs and ADHD anyway. You know, yeah. I, I think that's, if you're trying to disrupt and do things your way and you're trying to create your chances are, you know, you've got some of the qualities anyway, and you've probably, you've probably got it as well. But um, I did find that quite interesting with the socializing thing. Cause again, that's, you know,
0: well, I've always been quite social, always going out, but what I then tended to find is actually when I, when obviously priorities change, you have business, you have family and things like that. Let's just going out with your mates and getting, you know, smashed off your face that's the kind of confidence and then what i've actually found later you know when i don't want to go out and just drink all the time there's a hell of a lot of nervous energy there and i just didn't realize it was there there was actually anxiety about going out and you know i talk to people for a living that's basically yeah. i talk to people yeah. all day that i don't know but then when i actually go into this environment i'm like wow just didn't quite twig it was there yeah and i think actually you know with that kind of communication it's it's a super interesting one. I do. This is where I I like looking at it because there's not an, there's not a one or the other. There, I think you go in waves. Yeah, you know, when you have got ADHD, there's waves. Well, sometimes you're hyper confident. Other times you just literally don't want to talk to anyone. You just want to lock yourself in and be quiet. So I always find it interesting, and this is how I've set systems up because when you're doing selling, you have to talk to people every day on the phone, mm-hmm. be at a certain level to get a certain result. This is why I've set up systems where I'm going right they're going to get an intro video first that I haven't got to do each time. It kind of breaks down that that first meeting anxiety for me, I suppose, because it kind of puts you one step ahead. So yeah. there's, I just find it so interesting. Now you sort of look at it and you know. I suppose this is kind of the trait, isn't it? You're kind of now hyper-focusing on trends and how to help yourself do certain things. So with you then, what's, what's next? What's the, what's the plan? I know you've always got a plan. So now you're kind of looking at this. You've got the stats. Have you got anything... You think right i'm gonna now push in that direction or develop something more specialist
1: absolutely yeah yeah i'm uh um we're gonna be running some campaigns to people targeting people with adhd um, and kind of just restructuring the orientation of the program for those people you know do this then do that then do that and it's almost like an even more step-by-step approach Mm. um, so that people can really kind of nail this because the thing with wealth building I think it's one of those things where it might not be high on people's values or priorities but it's an important thing to master you know it's important to get right Um, it's a bit like you know no one ought no one wants to pay their tax, right? But it's important to pay your tax. No one wants to go and you know, no one wants to go to the toilet sometimes, but you have to go to the toilet. It's a bit inconvenient in your day, but you have to do it. And wealth's like one of those things. You have to get it right because otherwise, you can end up living a very disempowered life. Um, so they know that they need to do it, but they might not be motivated to do it. They don't even have it high on their values, and but it is important. Um, so what I want to do is to be able to hook those people and say look, this is how you do it and don't worry about all of you know all of the work because you just need to do this 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 and this and basically get them from a to b like uh, you know on how i did without having to worry about their brain exploding in different directions uh, yeah, and that's just, what i'm going to be focused on
0: just working on that kind of getting them started point
1: yeah absolutely cuz yeah.
0: cuz yeah. that's the thing isn't it if you It's like anything, it's like getting fit, it's like eating well, that starting point, that getting going, that first initial block is the important bit. And Mm. I think a lot of people, once they're there, it's a lot easier, but it is like anything. You know, if you go and get a coach because you want to get in great shape, that's a lot easier because you've got that support network there. But if you kind of want to do it, but you go and do it on your own, chances are it's going to be failure. So getting some sort of system in place is going to be a massive, massive bonus every time, whether it's tears of freedom, whether it's sales courses, that's the biggest, biggest, biggest thing, isn't it? It's having yeah. a plan and you know staying focused enough to start it and realizing that it's going to be a bit of a grunt because especially if you're you know past 30, for example, you've had you know 25 years or whatever of realizing thing, okay, that's why I do what I do, that's how I do it. Getting all these mannerisms in the right way, get over the initial, uh, oh, you know, car boo hoo. It's done. You know, there's so many good things about it. So, I yeah. mean, from your point of view, then, if you said, right, here's three characteristics I think actually make it so, so beneficial to entrepreneurship, to sales, or whatever it is with the ADHD, um, you know, slash over slash slash, um, autistic sort of thing. What do you think are three main components? Actually, if you kind of focus on that, because that's what I do, I go, right, there might be these things that are causing an issue, but why don't I look at, concentrate on what I can do really, really well? Yeah, because I've just extended my team. I've just taken people on to do things that I know I'm bad at, meaning that now things can grow, I can push on. So what do you think are three key characteristics that if you look at that and you go, right, that's a real positive of adhd focus on that what do you think those areas would be
1: um you're great at, so if you was to go generally attempt, speaking of
0: course because i know everyone's a bit different
1: yeah generally speaking you're great at um at structuring processes you are great at structuring processes because you need them for yourself so if you was to you know like you're saying if you're to employ people or guide people or teach people something the chances are you can develop a very very good Start to finish process. It might take a little bit more effort than than some other people, uh, but your process will be solid, you know, um, and it won't be as flaky as some other people's processes because you need guaranteed results. It's like you you need this step better work and that step better work. Whereas most people who develop systems and processes are left a bit open to the elements. Mm. So you're very you're very good at that. Um, if you are in a company you know understand if you're in a corporate business or you're in a in a job communicate with your employers and your team or whoever and say look i need i need guidelines and boundaries you know just just say i need to know what it's out of i need to know what the stuff what's expected of me so i can hit the target you know or not hit the target i don't need something that's rolling i don't want something that is never kind of ending. I just need to know if you're doing a task, let me know what the t- when the task ends, you know, and give it to me that way. And you'll find that you'll get on with your employers and employees and and, and colleagues a lot better if you've got that that process for yourself. And um, and second of all, like just be happy that you're disruptive and you want to do things your way, because a lot of the time you want to do things your way and. Uh, you know that a lot of good can come out of that the most important message that i'd say is don't let a diagnosis as i say change anything about you like it's, it's it's not changing you there's no for me i won't even get diagnosed but i just know you know and there's no there's no point getting diagnosed for me i just i'm just embracing it and going oh that's a learning curve so um i'm very disruptive i, I create and you know nothing bad has come from it in my opinion no. it's just and amazing
0: I think that's you know I'll let you echo one of your points a little bit more. There is communicating to people around you what's going on because ultimately you're saying this is how you're going to get the best out of me. Yeah, and that's yeah. literally
1: all it is. Instead so, of being a headache to someone. Yeah. You know, oh bloody! hell, what do they? What they keep asking me questions? Why do they keep asking me questions? Like avoid that. Just get to the point where they're telling you exactly what they need, and that's it. Yeah. And, and you're essentially
0: and, giving colleagues, family, whatever, a user manual
1: exactly (laughs) that makes a lot of pain
0: yeah so you've got that it's nice and direct and ultimately that as with everything if you're clear if you're as straightforward as physically possible that's my love is simplicity and if you can show that simplicity by giving people clarity around you it means they can do a better job you can do a better job and ultimately just get more done yeah absolutely um look jason nice and punchy i really enjoy these chats and i do think that's um that's going to be really valuable to
1: people. So It is, it's important. As always, where can people find you? Uh, Best place to go is if you go to jasongracestone.com and then you can just find my podcast there and all my other getting up to no good. Absolutely. No,
0: it's well worth a visit. Jason, thank you very much. It's been good and I um, wish you luck on your next, well, 58 podcast today on the run.
1: (laughs) Amazing, yeah. Thanks, mate.
0: No worries. Have a good one. Cheers.
1: Cheers.